Vincent Sabonis, two-man game inside. Domas, dominant, dynamite inside on that one. Not afraid, and he got some dog in. And the steal! They can tie it with a three! Murray, yes! A Murray miracle in the desert! Welcome back to another episode of the King's Pulse Podcast presented by the King's Arrow. My name is Brendan Nunez. Got Chris Watkins of Sackdown Sports 1140 sitting here right after the Kings lost a heartbreaker to the Los Angeles Lakers at Golden One Center. First loss to the Lakers all year, 136-134. How you feeling, Chris? Man, I can't keep doing this. If we're gonna if, <laughs> if you and I are gonna keep recording after these games, I cannot have it be after these heartbreakers because we recorded after Atlanta. Uh, that didn't feel good. This one no, it didn't feels not. like <laughs> It feels like two times worse. Like maybe it's just because of the opponent or the fact it was the Lakers. Uh, the crowd was about fifty-fifty Laker Kings fans. It just tonight just it felt it felt terrible, and it might have had something to do with the fact that, and I'm sure we'll get into it, but uh, neither team decided to play any defense today. But uh, it was especially glaring. It felt like uh, on the King side where the Lakers, you know, they're they're a pretty decent free a field goal shooting team just from the field. I think they I looked before the game they're. I think sixth in the NBA right now in uh, in field goal percentage, but three point percentage. This is a terrible three point shooting team, and for them to shoot forty two percent, nine of twenty one doesn't look great. And I could not believe they Mike Brown and Domas mentioned in the post game. Lakers did not hit a three the entire second half, which is fucking wild. I didn't realize it until they said it. You and don't for them hit, to you don't hit a three the entire second half. You skill, still score 36 points in the third quarter because there was 11 free throws for right. the Lakers, I believe it was, yep. in that third quarter. And then they dropped 27 in the fourth quarter. The Kings only dropped 25. Like, the Kings can score. This is no, this is not a surprise. 134 is enough to win NBA game. Yeah. It, win any NBA game. You should win nine and a half out of 10 yes. games if you score 134 points. And you should lose nine and a half out of 10 games if you give up 136. Right. 100%. Like, it was, it was kind of embarrassing for both teams, to be honest. Right. But, of course, when well, you're the team that comes out on bottom, it feels it, that much worse. It's not as embarrassing for the Lakers because they don't have AD. They didn't have, I mean, as funny as it sounds, they didn't have Austin Reeves tonight. <laughs> they, were, they were shorthanded tonight. Like this was, They didn't have Lonnie Walker, who I believe is their third leading scorer. This was a depleted Laker team. And this is about the same team that we saw two, three weeks ago come into Sacramento and give a similar effort where it felt like, yeah, Braun was going to carry them as far as they could go. But tonight, the difference was he had help. And that help was major help. I mean, the, the Lakers had four guys finish above 20 points. The entire rest of the roster didn't have over six. So the Kings essentially let four guys beat them tonight. And one of those main guys who we'll get into here is it was Thomas Bryant, who had the game of his damn life tonight. Thomas Bryant, 29 points, 14 rebounds. Uh, he got in foul trouble early. from the field. Yeah. Miss. And then fucking Dennis Schroeder, 27 Ugh. points, 8 of 11 from the field. When Dennis Schroeder and Thomas Bryant are combining for 56 points, mm. You're mm. not going to win many games. The sad thing is, that's not even half the Lakers' points. Mm. Like, 136 is crazy. Westbrook didn't play in the second game. This is the third time the Kings and Lakers have matched up. Right. Second one in Golden 1 Center. It'll be the last one in Golden 1 Center, unless there is some sort of postseason game between these two teams. Let's not put that out there. Um, it might be fun, but you know. Um, 
and the Kings won both of those last games, but the most recent showing outside of this one that happened Saturday night, uh, Russell Westbrook did not play. The first time that they went up against each other, though, Westbrook also cooked them in that one because Braun nobody didn't play can... In that one, right? I don't Bron think Bron did or AD not didn't play, play in that one. In that, was, that was on the road. Um, yes. Yeah. yeah. LeBron did not play in that one. Um, or But AD did and Westbrook did. Okay. And AD had a good game. Westbrook also had a good game. Um, every time that Westbrook and Bron play, and these are two of the fastest guys in the league, better finishers, physical, blah, 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 say all you want. Like, they're, they're all-stars or former all-stars. Like, but they get to the rim whenever they want. And whenever specifically there's no spacing that should be actually provided from these yeah. other guys. Like maybe you're, o- I think they started to overreact to mm-hmm. that good three point shooting that we saw in the first half when mm-hmm. I think the Lakers made nine of 11 or nine of 12 yeah. in that first half, they were shooting the hell out the ball, but so were the Kings. Um, just a total mess. I want to try. Um, hopefully this audio plays all right, but I want to try to, um, at some point tonight, we might I might delay this a little bit. Play Coach Brown's um, introductory to his post game presser, right? Where he Came just totally hot. he totally lit into the team right. as he should, and that's right. not surprising. Absolutely. Like, I think that's to be expected, really. You know, um, so we we definitely have a handful of people walking right next to us here, including Coach Brown, right? Which makes this a little bit Coach awkward. Brown is definitely lie. pushing a stroller right now. Uh, <laughs> this down has got to be his got to be his grandson. Yeah, he's always talking about. This um, is great. So, De'Aaron obviously felt a type of way about this game, the way that it ended, and that means like. Darren was was doing really well in that fourth quarter. He was having his typical Jerry West type Bruh, of performance. Incredible. Right? And it's then, expected at this point. Like it seems it like it, if he doesn't hit eleven in the fourth quarter, eleven points just in the fourth quarter, something's up. Like this is this is routine at this point. Right. And then he gets this foul call on where he he fouled Dennis Schroeder. Um, yeah, the tough one. I don't love the call, and this is it was a tie game at this point. Yeah. Schroeder gets fouled with, what, I don't know, 20 seconds remaining, yeah. something like that. It, uh, I less, think it might have even been less, right. It, it might have been about three seconds left right. is what happened because right. the Kings didn't have a timeout after this. They did not. Um, but when Schroeder went for that shot, De'Aaron gave him a little bit of body. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like that whistle. But it is a foul, technically. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things that, especially going to replay as well, like that's not going to get overturned. It's not going to get overturned. It, it has to be undeniable. Right. If not there has a foul. to be no contact. Right. And there definitely was contact. It was with his chest, but. If they didn't call it a foul the first time, right. then maybe on review they right. still don't call it one. Right. But it's one of those, like, whatever they call it the first time, there's not unquestionable evidence in either direction to overturn yeah. that. Um and there was fucking 60, 70 free throw attempts in this game. Yeah, I mean, that's Prior insane. to that, there were 68 free throw attempts. Like, you have to know it's yeah. going to be a tough whistle. Right. You know? Um, but, and then after the fact, they inbound the ball. De'Aaron is the one that inbounds. I think we've seen this before. So, I, can we talk about this? I don't mind it. Because he got it back right away. You're wasting Did maybe he, half a sec. I think they probably wasted a full second. One of the three seconds was Harrison getting the inbound 
Harrison did kind of give it a little pump too. Like he probably caught the ball at the Golden One Center logo, and then took a couple steps. Like I I don't know. I mean, it ended up being fine. He had more than enough time to get to a spot and pull up. I just I, I don't know. I, I personally feel like at that point, especially only I believe they were only down two at that point. Were they yep. down one? Was nope. it two? Down two. two that's right after the shooter free like throws. Point, no timeout left. You're settling for the half court shot. Maybe if you get it, if you get De'Aaron just moving and yeah. running down the floor, there's possibility of him getting inside the paint and getting a floater. I mean, we're talking about the fastest guy in the league here. Like, I would have liked to see him get a nice head of steam and and kind of get things going. But I do think a part of that is the fact that since they challenged that call, they didn't have a timeout to to call after the free throw yep. was made. If you can advance that, it's a totally different right. story, right? Three and a half seconds in a half court compared at that to full point, court. It's it's at half court. You have De'Aaron in the back court, and like I'm saying, yeah. you just have him run beeline I, to the rim. I did think that even three and a half seconds, you'd get a better shot than a half court heave, yeah, right. you know. Um, but that's what ended up happening. Especially like they called that whistle before. Try and go draw some contact, mm-hmm. but it appeared like. After that shot happened, mm. um, the final half-court heave from De'Aaron, he turned around and was real pissed at that referee. He took his arm sleeve off, kind of threw it on the floor, pouted off, um, and De'Aaron made sure, or Coach Brown made sure to kind of he pulled him. get him out of the way because De'Aaron was pissed, man. And you know he's pissed when media relations comes up to us right. and says... Uh, people had asked, can we get De'Aaron in the press conference room? Because sometimes he'll take a little while in the locker room and people didn't want to wait in the locker room for him today. But it was important to hear from him. Uh, media relations comes up and says that uh, De'Aaron is not going to be available for media in the press room. And he's actually also not going to be available in the locker room. Just not available for media after this. Um, which... He's kind of supposed to I don't know be if I'm even, available. I mean, what what we were told was he's not on the premises. We we did get told like he's just not here. He's not like here. He might have just dipped right away, but we don't really know. We don't. This know. is this is unconfirmed. Yeah, but we were told in we were some told. capacity that De'Aaron is not is not here. Clearly, just pissed off, right? And he tweeted one hundred percent. He tweeted he's definitely out of anger. And this is like. 10 minutes after the game ends at most <laughs> yeah. tweets thought we were supposed to let the players decide the game dot 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 it's gonna cost so, them some money it is i don't think he gives a shit i don't think so um did this game feel one-sided to you like that last oh, whistle no. sucks right no but there's also a play with maybe two minutes left that russell westbrook gets fouled right around the nail right and finishes a layup, and they decide, nah, that's on the floor. And to be honest, total BS call. And that would have totally changed the outcome of the game. And, like, I I just think point being, like, the Kings got the most free throw attempts they've gotten in the entire season Right, that's where I'm at. They took 37 attempts. 37. They had never taken more than 35 this year. There were 70 total free throws. 70 total free throws. I think I, I counted after the game 51 total foul calls. And, and Coach Brown was sure to point out like yeah. it was either 51 or that 51. the game wasn't lost in the last two minutes. No. You know? Oh, like, no. The Lakers were shooting the lights out all game. Yeah, they couldn't well, stop them in, the In that first game. half, I'm kind of whatever. It's that third quarter, right, where it's 11 free throws and Domas gets in foul trouble. Um, and... 
Rashawn comes in and gets himself mm. in quick foul trouble. Mm. Rashawn Holmes was just mm. really not good tonight. Mm. In 11 minutes, mm. he manages to get three fouls. Um, he did have five um, rebounds, three of those being offensive, and he finished two of his three attempts. But, like, it, it's those fouls that just, like, can't really be happening, right? right. So, I, I, I don't know. Rashawn wasn't good. We're running with the same issue here that the backup center is just not getting it done. And when Domas yeah. is in foul trouble... Um, that's a tough situation for the Kings to be in here. But, like, overall, I understand why De'Aaron would be frustrated, right? That last foul call would piss me off, too. But they didn't lose the game because of that. Um, And now that Coach Brown and his grandson are out of the building, I'm going to play. Um, (laughs) And hopefully this audio works all right. This will eventually become a better setup here as I get uh, a little bit more technology that's stupid expensive. Um, but I'm going to attempt to kind of play Coach Brown's post-game presser into uh, the microphone here. His opening statement. The bottom line is, obviously, we have to uh, figure out somehow, some way uh, to stop people uh, defensively. (laughs) So there goes that. Kind of complicated, you know, but it it just was... Thanks, Coach. Have a good good night, Coach. Coach Brown walks by once again right the second they start playing right his audio. Start playing it. Um, could have called night. him over. Could have. I was, I was wondering if we were really, going, if he would have walked I thought that, that he might here. come over here I himself. Did. You know? Mike Mike is hilarious enough to where he would have came over. Come over he he would have grabbed the mic, the mic yeah. and he would have been like, he would have said something. Yeah. So let, let's try That's this goals. again. We'll, yeah, we'll let's keep try. this going a little <laughs> right, bit right. here. NFL Sunday Ticket is now on YouTube and YouTube TV, which means that it just got easier to be an NFL fan, even if you live far away. Like, maybe you like the Bears, but you're hibernating in Panthers territory. But with NFL Sunday Ticket, your out-of-market team is never more than a short distance away. Specifically, the distance from you to your remote control. NFL Sunday Ticket, now on YouTube and YouTube TV. Go to youtube.com slash presale to get $50 off. Terms and embargoes apply. Offer ends 919. No refund. Subscription auto renews. 20th Century Studios presents Vacation Friends 2. Now streaming only on Hulu. Look at us all together again. We just wanted to give you guys a real honeymoon. Shots! 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 Shots now streaming. Dad! He was just released from jail. Where can I get a drink around here? Back on vacation. This place is nice. It's drug lord nice. I'm sorry, drug lord nice? With more baggage. Ever since he showed up, he turned this relaxing vacation into total chaos. Dust that. Vacation Friends 2. Rated R. Now streaming only on Hulu. <laughs> so once again, here's Mike Brown after the game. Uh, we are not good at all. Um, have a team come in here and score 136 points on 61% shooting uh, and 70 points in the paint. That's, that's not good. And I don't know... I'm not sure if we collectively as a group understand how important it is to try to fight like heck from the beginning of the game to the end of the game defensively. Uh, I, I mean, I give Thomas Bryant a lot of credit. He, he kicked our behind. And, you know, the tough part about it is, uh, you know, we, we didn't give Domus a ton of help down there. Um, you know, Keegan plays 30 minutes and has zero rebounds. Um, you know, Harrison's 
He's, he's, a, he's got a load of a guy that he's guarding LeBron. LeBron's out on the perimeter, so it's a little tougher for him to get defensive rebounds. But we've got to get something from Keegan. You can't have him on the floor for 30 minutes and get zero rebounds, uh, especially down the stretch of a tough ball game. Um, but defensively, uh, you know, to give up the 70 points in the paint, uh, it, it's tough. It's tough to swallow, especially with them not even hitting the three in the second half. You know, we keep preaching to our guys, protect the paint, protect the paint, protect the paint, come early, come early, come early. And it got it has to be to a point where guys are gonna go real early and give up a three and look at me and say, I did what it, what you told me to ask. You know, uh, I'm hoping somebody would will do that. But somehow somehow, some way, uh, we have to figure out collectively as a group how to defend, but more importantly than that, we have to commit to defending for 48 minutes because, you know, let's face it, we can score, but we're terrible defensively. I mean, shout out Frank's Twitter fingers there. Huh? Said shout out Frank's Twitter fingers there. That's me, for sure, oh, typing. Really? For oh, sure, okay. me. Frank's keyboard is quiet. Really? Mine is not and <laughs> does not like to pick up all my buttons. <laughs> so I have to like press the shit out of those buttons. Me and uh Anderson's me and pretty Anderson loud. are yeah. pretty loud. Um but yeah, so excuse my typing there and I hope that audio worked out all right. It should have been fine. Um First of all, it's pretty surprising that he calls out Keegan like that to be honest. Um and I, I, I understand. It's easy. Right? It's the rookie. You can call out a rookie whenever you want. And, and he called out everybody, to be fair. Like, later in that presser, right. he's like... It wasn't as Jason direct, Anderson right. asked him, like, who do you think... Who has played well. Played right. well. Yeah. And, I mean, of course, this is, like, coach speak. Right. Um, but he's like, no, I mean, defense is a five-man job. And we're all failing, pretty much. Paraphrasing yeah. here. Um, but Keegan to get zero rebounds. Yes, that does stand out. Um, when it plays into what Coach Brown he, talked about the other day, where he said, "Hey Keegan, if someone were to ask me, what do you do besides shoot? What am I supposed to tell him?" And he, you know, he he's really he, like he publicly challenged Keegan, and that's in that in that statement. And uh, again, you see Coach Brown pushing him again. It's like it makes sense to me again because he's the rookie, and I think it plays a little bit easier if you're telling your rookie like a teaching moment like hey like we need more from you from that but it's not just keegan you know no, i thought keegan really was not. good defensively keegan, today i thought he I thought this might have been keegan's had, best defensive yes, game of the season yes I mean, two early steals i think he drew, drew two charges, charges yeah, one on he was Braun. rotating in time come on which was the biggest thing right. but like i thought it was and important sure how coach said like i wanted to get to the point where somebody makes a wide open three and my player on the other team, and my player looks at me and says, "Hey, I did what you asked of me rotating early, mm-hmm. and coach will be happy." Yes, he doesn't. He the most important thing is protecting the paint for this team. Yeah. He talked about it at practice yesterday. How they are twenty mm-hmm. eighth or 29th in opponent points per uh, points in the paint per game, and then against a team that is twenty eighth in the league in three point shooting. And sure, they were hot in that first half, but didn't make a single three in the second half. You gave up seventy paint points i saw somebody tweet Crazy. earlier today i think it's like ashmere or something like that the nbc um one of the nbc girls that covers the warriors and is here every once in a while that the warriors gave up like 50 some points in the paint and i looked at that number and i was like 
Is that supposed to be a lot? I swear the right. Kings do that every game. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, but legit, 70, 70, bro. And I know we're talking about LeBron. We're talking about Russell Westbrook. We're talking about Thomas Bryant. <laughs> Fuck up, bro. Like, that's the... It, it's tough, man. And I, I will say, I want to highlight the other side of this real quick. The Kings had a really good offensive game. Oh, incredible. Like... The and Lakers shot straight 61% up incredible. from the field, 40% from three, and, you had and the a Kings chance. lost by two. And you had a chance. I mean, LeBron, LeBron from the tip, in my opinion, you could tell he was on a mission tonight. Yeah. He was playing with a different kind of intensity tonight. He knew that he was going to have to bring in if they were going to have a chance. He was trying to take the S off Kings today. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was uh he was he was on something different today. You had to know he was going to come in with some extra juice. But again, like to allow the Thomas Bryant's, you mentioned that Schroeder apparently has been on one recently. You know that's all fine and dandy, but for him to drop twenty seven points on eleven shots, you just got to make it more difficult for these guys. And I thought Russell Westbrook. Uh, look, Russ is one of the strongest, best attacking players we have with, that we've seen in this league, point blank, period. He's not that guy anymore, but tonight he looked like he was still that guy. I mean, he, he was getting to the paint whenever he wanted, and I can't think of a time where the Kings even made life difficult for him. I mean, it was it was a pretty easygoing game for Russell Westbrook tonight, uh, and, you know, that's it was just more evident of, of how bad the Kings defense was because you know Russ is going – I mean, he hit some threes early in the game for sure, but you, you have to know what Russ is trying to do, and, and you know, it, that is get to the paint. Ted sellout in a row in Golden 1 Center, uh, 17,611 people in here. This team was very, like, feel good at the yeah. beginning of the year. Now they have a little bit of expectations – and they're letting people down right now, right? Like the yeah, road oh, trip, sure. the road trip was fine. But prior to that, the loss to Charlotte and Washington, Very inexcusable. Very you lose tough. one of them, sure, I'll forgive you, right? right. But twice now, right. and this Lakers team falls into that same category. Right. I mean, maybe that's you know, unfair. You Atlanta as well. I mean, not in the same, same category, right. but this is, again, yeah. like these are two teams that the Kings should beat or at least split them. You know, like, right, exactly. Like, you don't have to beat every team that you... You don't have to win every game you're supposed to, quote-unquote. Right. But, like, a majority. Right. Like, you... you. Well, this is now two straight weeks of... Or three... This is right. three straight weeks They did weeks a really good job at the beginning of the year. Not good basketball. Yeah. They did a really good job at the beginning of the year, and now it's like... It's like they've just thought that, like, we are good enough offensively to be in any game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's true... It keeps but, them in the game. Yeah, but, it, but it's, it's just not like closing again. Yeah. Like you're not going to be able to beat teams if you can't make stops. I think one of the things it's coach the most said, bra- basic thing of true yeah. winning basketball. That's exactly what coach said. He's like, we've done it, which is the frustrating thing. We right. just haven't done it consistently. And he said something along the lines today, post game, of like, it feels like we're expecting that. Like, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. They made that shot because we'll get it back right now. Yeah. And it's like, and coach was like, yeah, like we should get it back, right? right. But that can't be your fucking mindset. Like, right. This, this right now, their mindset pretty much, like you're saying, is the best defense is a great offense. And that's just not, I mean, that's just not how this is going to work. Like, the team has shown that they are capable. This roster, I know they do not have much defensive talent, right? It's Davion Mitchell, it's Casey Akpala, Harrison Barnes is, is okay. 
Demonis Sabonis is good for his size, I mm-hmm. feel like. Does an okay job pre- protecting the rim. De'Aaron Fox, when he locks in, is solid on the defensive end. Um, the team, it, it's you can't just say they, they just don't have enough people to be good defensively. Or at least to not be shit right. is really what it comes down to. Like We're not asking this roster who doesn't have good defensive talent to be a top 10 top 15 defense just asking them to not be bottom like five or seven right and giving up 134 points is as low at 136 points is like as bad as he gets you know um i don't really know what else to hammer home here um this one's going to be a little bit quicker it was really deflating just a really tough game i guess my final question to you like if the kings win this game Say that, like, De'Aaron hit that half-court shot, sure. right? How different is, like, the, the energy and feeling around this game? It probably is night and day. Yeah, right? like, I mean, just in terms of energy, sure. Um, are we talking about different things? I don't know. Because they played that poorly, yeah. in my opinion. Like, yeah. they played so poorly, result didn't matter tonight because the process was wrong. I'm sure that's exactly what Coach Brown would say. Like, there, the, you can't, again, for all the reasons we stated, you can't give up 100, okay, 134 points, 133 points. You can't give up that many and expect to expect to win games. You can't let a team shoot sixty percent, forty percent when they're traditionally a twenty eight percent three point shooting team. Thirty four. I think they're a thirty four percent three point shooting team. They averaged a little uh, over ten made threes a game. Right. They hit nine in the first half. Yes. And then just shit from there. Like right. It. I'm with you though. Like, uh, yeah. I mean, I think again. Like, I think people are obviously happy leaving the building. You get to light the beam. You get all that, all the theater behind it. But you know, it's not. It's not a good win. If if we're if we're saying the Kings won this game, you have to say that they they kind of snuck it out. Yeah. You know, like they they, they definitely would have stolen this win, and they didn't deserve it. I mean, they they didn't play defense. The Lakers were depleted. And for them to come out with, I mean, for Sabonis to foul, I think this is the first time Sabonis has fouled out since he like the first out, huh? couple, f- five or ten games of the season when we really saw him uh, struggling with foul trouble. Uh, we haven't seen Sabonis in that kind of critical foul trouble in a long time. And I think that was a, a huge indicator. And I think Coach Brown talked about it post game that, like, it wasn't all his fault. It was a lot. He had so many contests tonight because everyone was coming to the rim. Uh, so easily that it was it was almost bound to happen and so uh yeah i mean it, it just felt like one of those nights where it, it didn't really matter what the result was that they didn't play well and you really can't sugarcoat it coach for sure would have came out and had the exact same speech yeah, that he had otherwise so. coach so. would have came out and been pissed we've seen him do that before after yeah. wins like you're expecting there to be a good energy he comes out and it's like oh clearly he's not happy yeah. and i think we would have seen the same thing tonight um but like you try to move on tomorrow and on to tomorrow, but this is a trend at this point, and that's the concerning thing, right? There's outlier bad losses. I think this is five happen. of six straight game. Five of six games of their five of their last six games have come down to one possession. I don't know what that means because I think they're three and two in those five games. Those we, five. We games? got a um, the second Denver game. They won one twenty seven, one twenty six. Right. And then two days later, they play Utah here, uh, 126-125. They go to Memphis, 
and they lost that game pretty handily, 118-108. But then to your point, after that, in Utah, on the third, you win by two, 117-115. Laurie Markkinen's shot went in but didn't count. Um, And then on the fourth, yesterday, you played the Atlanta, or not yesterday, sorry, Wednesday, you played the Atlanta Hawks. You lost 120-117. And then today, Saturday night, you lost to the Lakers, 136-134. So... um, Five out of these last six games, to your point, are one possession ball games, and win some, you, you lose one, three, and lost two. I don't think you really learn. There's, there's not a. Do you see any sort of like common thread in those games? Or you know, we talked. The De'Aaron is right. so fucking good on right. in the clutch. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> That's really. And it's been the most consistent. That, thing. Like you still aren't getting defensive stops, but De'Aaron has carried you right through games. So through I guess, fourth quarters. So I guess the positive is you know you have a guy. Which is it's it that's not something that you should brush off. Knowing no. that you have a dude that will be there when you need him the most in these big moments, that's, that's this isn't a stretch. Like he, posi- he he's no, had plenty of clutch saying. moments throughout his right. career, actually. Right. Going this back is, to his rookie yeah. year, even right. he had a couple. Absolutely. Like, There's been glimpses for sure. Um so that's for sure something and positive. Fucking you can ISO take. buckets. Oh yeah, I it, mean, it's it, just it's everybody get out of my shots. way. I don't care who is on me no. right now. Tough shots. Turn around, fade away. Like, there's no one else on the team who can make those shots either. I mean, like he he just he he said earlier in the year he can get whatever shot he wants. He was joking. I I don't think he was joking. I think he he laughed at how true it was. But uh, he he absolutely can when he needs to get to any spot he needs to get to, uh, and he's a problem. Like he is a bona fide problem for teams for sure. And I think. I think you're right. I think that is really the the common thread through it all is De'Aaron has kept them in the game in these fourth quarters, in these tight games. It's just kind of a matter of the last couple of possessions. Really. It really is. You better win these next fucking games. You play against the Orlando right. Magic at home on Monday. You play against the Houston Rockets at home on Wednesday. And then you play that same Houston Rockets team at home on Friday. And then you still have three easy games after that, but let's just focus on those last three home stands. Like, you better win at least yes. two of these games. You really need to win all three, but yeah. at, I mean, at least this point, two of these games. They, they've blown all of their their get out of jail free cards. Yeah. You can't you you can't afford to lose. Yeah, you can't afford to. That's probably being a little dramatic, but if you want to be still considered in that same echelon that we've been carrying, yep. you guys, if you want to be still considered as a playoff team and not a play in team. You have to take care of business against I'm just, these garbage teams. Like the Orlando Magic are not trying to win ball games this year. If they do, great. They beat the uh, Golden State Warriors tonight. Good on them. They have 15 wins this year. That's some typical Sacramento Kings stuff. Okay, the Kings should not be losing to teams that have been that are at the level of the Kings of, of years past. Which, but by Houston the way, the Rockets, one time they played Orlando this year, it went tough. to overtime, and it De'Aaron went, had to De'Aaron hit a fucking Fox crazy ass hit shot. that shot that he missed today. If he misses that, though, like... It goes to overtime, who knows? Who knows? And and I think Orlando's size is is a real legitimate concern for this team, and, uh, you know, it's... Shout with, out Franz them, Wagner. Franz Wagner. Paolo Bancaro is not the We saw Paolo Bancaro in game... What was it? Game five, game six of his NBA career, and he gave us 30? Yeah. His game's a lot further more developed than it was when we saw him before. Uh, and now Franz is going. They got Markel Fultz back. 
it's not going to be an easy game. It's not at all going to be an easy game for the Kings. And then they have the uh, the two games against Houston as well. Those again, Houston's Houston's a dog shit team. They, they are, have the worst record in the NBA right now. They have no intention of winning ball games. There's they're bad. No they're bad teams, but obviously they have NBA talent. And if you fucking take your foot off the gas or think it's going to be easy, like a team can still smoke you. You okay. know, like. Just prove that you are better than these teams because you very much should be. Right. And there at needs this to be point, a blowout here soon. Yeah, it shouldn't be expected anymore. At yeah. this point, like, I don't know when they're going to win games. Like, they could lose any of these. They could lose all three of these. Like, I'm, I don't expect it, but, like, I, I've lost a lot of faith. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. Like, these have been tough. And we're recording this right after it happened. Like, there's probably just some frustrations even with us in this as well, but like clearly it exists with the rest of the team too. Right. You know, like coach was pissed in his presser. Sabonis was not happy in his presser. We don't know how De'Aaron Fox feels. I think we do kind of <laughs> know how De'Aaron Fox <laughs> feels. Yeah. Um, but you move on. Like, like we said, coach Brown walked past us right here. He said smile. bye on his way out. Right. He had a smile on his face and it's it with his family. Like I'm sure he's frustrated about the game, but like you just got to move on. Right. And just not let this shit happen again. Right. But we've said that before, and it's happened again. Yep. So try to stick to it this time. Um, last thing before we get out of here. I guess we have to give a fucking Pulse Performer. <laughs> do we do this on losses? We did. Uh, I guess we, we did. We did last game. We did it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we did it against the Hawks. I'm going to go Keegan Murray. I know he didn't get I'll a rebound. Him. Coach called him out. Yeah. But I'm going to give it to him. I'll give him my award because I thought that he, like we mentioned earlier, was a lot showed a lot of progress on the defensive end of the floor mm-hmm. today, and just rotating in time and making sure to get there. I, I thought early, fairly often, as coach has kind of been asking guys mm-hmm. to do, drawing charges, um, getting some blocks in help side. Like again, this isn't an award saying who was the best player today, but just something that you want to kind of highlight. I'm, right. I'm giving pulse, my pulse performer to uh, Keegan Murray. It's tough to not give it to the guy who had 34 points, huh? Um, yeah. No, for real. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I thought De'Aaron was incredible in that fourth quarter. He was uh, so fucking good. He, he hit his free throws today for the most part. He missed two of them. Uh, free throws were an issue kind two of Two of the night. 14. Two of the 14. That's the thing. Uh, I thought De'Aaron was great today. Fourth quarter speaks for itself. Um, I feel like Keegan, Keegan deserved it today. I do really like that pick. He hit his threes. He was four or five from three. Damn. Uh, got two steals early in the game. Uh, as I mentioned, we mentioned earlier, got two charges. Got one on LeBron. Uh, I'll give it to Keegan as well. I really like that. Six of eight from the field as well. Efficient game. One of Keegan's better games of his career so far. One Big of fan. his better games. Absolutely with you. Um, and hope you can keep that momentum up. I think one of the fun storylines for these next three games, you get the number four pick, Keegan, against number one in Paolo. And yep. then you also get him against number three in Jabari Smith for yep. back-to-back games. Um, that could be a fun one. So I think that's going to do it here, though, bro. Um, tough to do a pod after after a game like this. Yeah, I'm not, not going to lie. I wanted to go home. Yeah. No, pretty fucking tough. Um but everybody stay safe. I guess this storm is still kind of going on. The water level of all these rivers is fucking crazy. Um, but that's going to do it. So for myself and Chris Watkins of Sackdown Sports 1140, 
um, and all the great guys and gals at the Kings Herald. Definitely check out their work and take a look at their Patreon to support local independent Kings coverage. And if you enjoyed this episode of the Kings Post Podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. And you hear from us again in the next couple days.